Hello and welcome to another episode of Whatever It's Cool, the show where we talk about anything and everything that is cool in the world today. I'm the intergalactic being known as Daniel Paul Crow, and on this episode, I have a sit-down interview with Luke Sparks, the creator of the Occupation franchise. Now, this was filmed a while ago, and I do apologize, it's taken a long time for this to come out, but please sit back, relax, and enjoy our interview. I'm here with Luke Spark talking about Occupation Rainfall and the Occupation series. So Luke, I just want to know firstly where the inspiration came from for Occupation but also where does the title Occupation actually come from? Okay, so the Occupation title for the first movie was obviously the Alien Occupation of Earth and then I moved on to a codename Occupation Rainfall and Rainfall is the real life codename of the um, intelligence uh, agency the intelligence uh based out at pine gap in the middle of australia where it's a joint american australian venture that is part of the intelligence network mm. and it's one of those you know area 51 secret facilities that there's been lots of conjecture over the years and conspiracy theories and all that kind of stuff and i thought it would be um fun to set the film the end of the, the film there and uh rainfall is such a cool code name i thought well i should take it and, and run with it myself but where, where did you actually just come up with rainfall? It was just, it was just the just the name just sounded really cool, or did something inspire you to call it that? Well, the fact that Pine Gap is called Rainfall in real life is the code name. I thought oh, that right, was a really right, right. <laughs> in, in in real life. It's called the Pine Gap facility code name is Rainfall, and I had this story with the this asteroid as their secret weapon, and you know rain from the sky, and I thought it all fitted in. So I um yeah called it as a as a sort of working title and uh, all the all the distributors liked the idea and um, ran with it. Oh wow! How many no's did you actually get before someone said, "Yeah, let's 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 make this this movie"? Occupation or occupation rainfall? Uh, let's Which go one? occupation first. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, look, lo- a lot of no's, probably nine thousand nine hundred ninety-nine no's before the one, the one yes. Yeah. Um, and even with the yes, it's still an independent film. So really, it's you know me and my team here, you know, um, going uphill battles every day to get the film done. Um, and even on Rainfall, like skip ahead, you know, rain, uh, Occupation came out and it came out, you know, here on a small number of screens. Um, but it went really well on Netflix. Um, and even then, to do the sequel, Rainfall was still an uphill battle. Like it's always an uphill battle. Wow. Was there any times during that time where you just went, you know what, it's not worth the, the time and effort anymore? Like, like, did you have any sort of those moments there when you are doing it? I think every filmmaker has those sort of moments. At, at having any given point of production, there's plenty of times where, yeah, being an independent film is just so hard. Um, I can't describe how hard it is. Obviously not as hard as curing cancer or all those important things people are doing out there, but in the entertainment industry, you know, is, is a hard slog and a hard gig. And it brings, you know, I I push forward because I like telling these stories and I like bringing um, entertainment and escapism to people, including people who cure cancer because they have to go watch movies too. So hmm. it all, Stan Lee was very, you know, very um, good at, at bringing those uh, conversations around that comic books and stories and genre films obviously a small part of life but a part of life that people enjoy even people who are very important to the world so um you know it's a storytelling trope that goes all the way back to you know the ancient greeks and even cavemen and that's and i think it's something that we need to continue on so whenever i have days where i think you know this is enough and i need to stop and this is just ridiculous and why am i doing this i always think of the end goal of the end product so it keeps me going well, that's that's really inspirational to get uh, to do that. I mean, 
how many times before you know you, you give up but it seems like you um won't give up which is a great um resilience for, for yourself yeah um, but you've yeah. just put you never touched on something there yeah but you touched something on there that actually leads up to another question um especially with occupation the very first one now i remember going to the reading cinema in dandenong and seeing the poster and also like a little uh vignette of it but I never actually got to see it in the cinema. I didn't even remember even seeing um, places actually playing it. Why was there such a limited release for um, the for the first one and also for the second one? Yeah, well, you know, it's part and parcel of being an Australian film. Like it's once the film was once the film from me is delivered to the distributors or to whoever's going to release the film, it's kind of out of my control. Which, as a micromanager, so the guy I hate because I like to be in control of a lot of things, but I can't control everything. Yeah. Um, so. It all comes down to the distributor and how they market it to the cinemas and how the cinemas accept to it and um, and all that kind of stuff. On the first movie, Occupation, I can't really give you an answer because I'm not involved in those high-level conversations at cinemas and that. And yeah. um, I don't know why it was, a, it was very annoying for me. Um, you know, to have it was only like 13 screens, I think, screened the film around the country. Uh, and yeah, I was out there. You know, giving away posters as people walking in the cinema. I drove around to different cinemas to try to make appearances, to try to do anything I can to get people to go and, and, and see the film. Um, where the film really went well, like I said before, was on Netflix and actually when it released in America on Netflix. It was like number one on Netflix that first week it came out back wow. in 2018. Um, and that sort of got interest around the world, which then was able to do the sequel. Um, the sequel came out on... 166 screens so it was a much bigger release than the first movie and we had billboards and we had you know all this kind of stuff that that went for it um but again that film came out during covid you know states were locking down while the movie was in cinemas it was very disappointing for me to see and again i couldn't decide when the film was going to get released that's not up to me so you know again disappointing uh and then it went well on streaming and you know it's been top 10 around the world in itunes and Netflix and um, you know Apple and all that kind of stuff. So at least it's had people have found it along the way, and they're still finding it. I'm still getting articles from New York Times running an article saying top five films to stream right now. It's Rainfall in New York Times, and I was like, well, that's pretty good. Like that's, a that's good pretty thing. awesome. So yeah, like um, yeah. So people are discovering it, which is great. Yeah, I mean, like when when it did come out, uh, Rainfall, um, it was the first movie I watched out of lockdown, and then three weeks later, we're in lockdown again. And yeah. I was trying to find when we were before we were going into lockdown. I was trying to find another place to watch it, and literally every single cinema that I wanted to go to didn't have it. The only other cinema that had it was across um, Victoria. I couldn't really do that at that time because we had rest- we had the, the restrictions, so that sucked. And yeah. then recently, I wanted to watch it on Netflix, and I had to go get my Blu-ray because it's on no longer on Netflix. Well, Rainfall, uh, yeah, you mean yeah, Occupation, yeah, was on Netflix for two years. And unfortunately, Netflix Australia decided not to take Rainfall. Um, so they decided against that. So I have people writing to me every day on, on Facebook saying, when's it going to be on Netflix Australia? And I have to say, I'm sorry, Netflix Australia, you know, couldn't make a deal with them. Um, it's currently on Foxtel and Binge, I think, out here. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, again, the high-level talks that I don't get to be involved with. So. Damn. Well, Netflix, if you're listening, please get it on uh, the Australian Netflix, please. We were, really want to support this movie. Um, but I wanted to also find out, how did the Sarban film uh, deal sort of come about? Uh, that was through my sales agent. So when you make a film, you get it 
an independent film, not a studio film. Um, You get a sales agent. So I got a great sales agent for Occupation One, and they took it to the American film market. I flew over there um, to L.A., to screen it and that and yeah saban films watched it and they came and offered us some you know, offered us a deal that day while we we're at the market and we said yes and wow um and then that really helped because they they used to have power rangers right i think the idea is they 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 had saban's power rangers yep. and then i think a couple of years ago they sold it to hasbro um and uh, they made like you know a couple of billion dollars off that deal hmm. um so then they went on a big spending spree and they've been just like buying up genre films and content and everything else and we were part of that 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 deal and then obviously they put in a, you know, an offer for this the rainfall i think first day we were shooting we had an offer for the sequel um so that was good we had to lock that in and know that we're going to get saban which then released it in america and on netflix and everything else so it gets a wide audience wow i was gonna, i was going to say will we ever see a power rangers mix up with um occupation but ah it's obviously not going to happen now um <laughs> yeah a kid could dream for that what was the which which country actually had the best um reaction to occupation rainfall um i think the u.s has had the best best with it i think followed by germany germans love it <laughs> like really germans funny, love it funnily enough like i get fan mail and distributors writing to me asking can we do the sequels asap because they love it and it's gone like you think it was like 103 days where it was like top 10 for like 103 days or something wow. like that like just consistently in the top charts so yeah and 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 the us the the critics over there and the audience kind of just get it they get it they like it and um yeah, it's been good feedback in america well if we're gonna if you're gonna be writing the next the next film are we are we gonna go to another country eventually maybe we head to germany maybe even go to america what are you thinking is that the question now ron Oh, no, I was just I was just asking just off that because um, obviously I I was I was sort of went oh it's popular in Germany sweet let's go to Germany that'd be great. Uh, maybe maybe they like it because they can see other another country rather than their own country. Um, however, yes, like with getting to the sequels, um, you know I kind of see them like the Die Hard franchise where it starts off in a building and then it goes to an airport, then it goes to New York, and then it goes to the world, and that's kind of how I'm going to do these films. Like you will see more of the world. In the sequels okay perhaps germany perhaps america okay so kind of like sort of like what independence day but but i'm guessing a lot better because obviously independence day (laughs) the second one was terrible uh yes i agree (laughs) god look i and and if anyone's watching out there i love um i love the director of, of independence day i love the first independence day but yes i walked out of the second one not happy at all <laughs> uh you, you and me are the same um but finally you recently announced um that you opened a patreon what can we expect on your patreon yeah look i think i have a lot to talk about i've got like you know i'm a busy guy but i can always do more and um you know i've had a lot of experience i've done a lot of things um I just never get the time to sort of put them down on social media and by opening the Patreon, um, it at least allows me to know that there's a fan base there that can allow me the time and, and effort to um, put together podcasts and talk to special guests. I'm going to bring on Occupation um, cast members and talk to them about their career, but also about the sequels and yeah. what their character is going to mean. Also talk to other cast members I've worked on in other shows like HBO TV shows and Wolverine and other things like that. Um, when it comes time to filming some of my new films this year, I'm going to have like live feeds from the film set so they can watch it live. And, wow, that's going to be cool. You know, 
yeah, and really sort of get into, you know, the making of it and go behind the scenes and, um, you know, talk to cast and talk to crew as we're filming. And, you know, I think it's going to be very interesting. And then have first looks at when I make trailers for new movies, maybe put up some of my first rough cuts to trailers and pre-visualization and go really all in and really have people can see behind the scenes before anyone else. That's all right. That sounds really good. But do you have a tier system of how you know, or is it just going to be at a flat rate and then you get everything there? Um, there's a two tier system. One is just everything. And then if you pay a little bit extra, um, I'm giving people for the first 200 people can have the names, their names in my credits of all my movies. Wow. That's cool. All right. Well, yeah. Luke, thank you so much for taking time out of your speedy schedule to talk to us today. I um, really appreciate it. Okay. Can't wait for Occupation Rainfall 2. Or, sorry, Chapter 2 to come out. Um, yep, when, when, any any chance we may know when it potentially might come out? Um, look, um, we're going to film it later this year. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be some time in post-production after that with visual effects. So um, I guess sometime later next year it might come out. All right. Yeah. But, Sounds yeah, it's really going to be going to be a big – it's going to be big, very big. Yeah. I expect I expect big things out of you, man, because the that the rainfall was such a great movie. Um, if you checked our uh, vlogcast where we actually talked about it, um, I was so I, I I loved it. It's probably one of my favorite, if not my favorite, Australian movie um, of all time because it just doesn't feel like an Australian movie. It feels just like a movie, and just everything about it was just fantastic, and I loved it. I really appreciate that. I try not to look at people's opinions because everyone has an opinion and sometimes on social media you can get a lot of comments with like, this movie sucks. Luckily for me, I don't get that on Rainfall, but yeah, I didn't see your, your vlog, but um, you know, do a post about it and I'll share it because I, <laughs> I like hearing, I, I like sharing comments where people say, I love this movie, it's great. Don't worry, no worries, we'll do, we'll do that. Um, Lee Sparks, thank you very much for being a part of What If It's Cool. That's all right. Thank you so much for having me. And that's the end of that episode. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe to the show wherever you're listening to your podcasts. If you want more from What If It's Cool, make sure to check out our YouTube channel where you can find the latest episodes of the podcast, Buck Bunging Around, and also Reaction. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook where you can find us at What If It's Cool. Tweet us at, at What If It's Cool. And you can find us on Instagram at What If It's Cool. Keep that support coming. And until next time, we'll catch you on the next one. Peace.